Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, good evening, Miss Janice. Well, hey, sugar. It's so good. Hey. So good. What, what was that? Is Heidi Uh Yes, ma'am. She's going to listen in on the Bible study. Hello from me, too. And who? She, she said hello from her, too. Oh, Okay. Hi, Heidi. I'm glad you're going to be with us. Up tonight, anyway. I'm sorry to hear about Kimball. Right, right. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, when uh, Tina gets on there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk uh, about the services. Okay. I called, I called her to, to remind her. So, uh, I I I kind of don't think Dana's gonna be here tonight. Um, right. I don't. Is I don't Jan think. there with you? Jan is here, but she said if um if Dana didn't come on the the program that she was gonna go down to her house. They're working on okay. the uh, the plans for the funeral. And uh, right. so, if she, uh, we'll see what happens. Oh. Yes. Well, I, I, I tried calling Ida uh, twice since six thirty, and uh, she hadn't picked up the phone. Well, you know, she hasn't been here in a long time. I know. She's in. Uh, she's in Georgia right now. Georgia. Uh huh. Uh huh. Wow. So she it, might. She, she might be coming by here. Oh. Well, yeah. Uh, you mean she's moved from Colorado? Well, she's been in uh, Illinois working. Oh. Illinois. Yeah. I didn't know that yes yes and and the job got too stressful so oh, okay well my she's just moving around isn't she i i know it i told her well come on over here i need your help oh, well really <laughs> really oh i'd be so thrilled yeah. to get to meet you too all of your i friends. know yeah <laughs> Be nice that's for that's to have her. Four oh. days. That's all. I'm gonna have to fly again. <laughs> yeah, Heidi. Heidi's leaving on Wednesday. Oh, re- oh, oh, Heidi! I wish you could stay for our missions. 
I know. I, I'm, she she said it was her daughter's birthday and she wanted to get back in time to see her grandbabies. Oh, oh. Well, I was looking forward to you staying, and we have such a good time at our missions conference. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you anyway. <laughs> Grandbabies take president over there. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen them yet. So you're going to get on the train, huh? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Hey, our- Okay. This is the lady who was running the music, huh? Right. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, so it's just going to be me and you? Wow. Well, I mean, I guess. How's, how's Miss Martha doing? Well, I have not talked to her in... Um, maybe a couple of weeks, but she was doing real good. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but now, because I, I hadn't called her in a while, seemed like she always has something planned on Monday night, and so I, I haven't called her the last couple of Mondays. Uh, but uh, I, now I know Tina's coming. But uh, I don't know if anybody else will or not. Dana's been real oh. faithful to come. But now, yes, there's about this now. Mm-hmm. Did, did, well, what was the matter with him? Well, uh, he had, and I don't know if he even knew, he had diverticulosis. Okay. And one of the diverticula ruptured and uh, the contents of his stomach was spilling out. I mean, of his bowel was spilling out into his stomach. And so it just just poisoned his system and all of his major organs shut down. And um, so they, they... uh, got it. his heart almost stopped, but they they kept him alive about a about a good week, but they they didn't expect him to to you know recover, but they kept trying and uh, mm-hmm. then they took him off of the all the stuff that they had on him and put him on what they call comfort care, and he didn't last. He didn't last very. His oxygen just kept going down and down, you know. So um, that was uh, that's the way he went out. Mm. Okay. Uh, okay, Miss Christy, we are at chapter fifteen of, of Genesis. The what? Okay. What chapter did you say? Oh, hey, Tina. Hey. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear you come in. Uh, chapter 15. 15, okay. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, last week, 
I don't know. Oh, I was gone. I was with Dana down at the hospital, and uh, we didn't have it. Jen, she come on, but nobody ever did show up, so uh, she waited a while. But it's been so long till I've kind of forgot where where we were in all of this. <clears throat> okay, well, let's pray and we'll start. Father, we thank okay. you for uh, allowing us to come and meet together tonight to talk about your word and to read and to believe it. Lord, I pray the Holy Ghost of God might just teach us tonight what we need to know concerning your word. Lord, just show us what you'd, you'd have us to know. And I pray, Father, a blessing on all of our people. I pray for Heidi and just take care of her as she travels back. And I pray for Dana and all the and Martha and all them, Lord, that's in this this bad situation. Blessed Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just just be with us in our study and we'll recognize you and give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Um, okay, uh, chapter 15, uh, we, we find that uh, uh, God has made the, the uh, promise to Abram, and uh, they've moved out, and uh, then the enemy captures Abraham's nephew, and they go and get it, rescue him, and then they pay a tithe to Melchizedek, and uh, we come up to this this tonight, chapter fifteen, is where God is going to to uh, promise a seed to uh, a. Did anybody else come? Okay. All right. Chapter 15, verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram Abram, in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. And Abram said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless, and the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus? Uh, So he's saying, there's no hope for me, Lord. Give it to somebody else. That's what he's talking about there. Uh, but I, I wanted to read you what my help says about Lord and then God. <clears throat> the primary meaning of Adonai is master, that word Lord, and it's applied in the Old Testament scripture both to deity but and to man. The latter instances are distinguished in the English version by the omission of the capital. 
when they're talking mm. about a man, they don't cap- capitalize the L. But when they're talking about the Lord, it's uh, they're all caps. Oh. Mm. It can mean master, a husband. So this, this two two words, and then um, uh, this God, Lord God, the God part there is uh, um, here. Uh, okay, this is Jehovah, Lord. Oh, I hear. It is. It is not Adonai that answers, but I mean that he's addressing. But Jehovah, all large capitals, Lord, is the Jehovah. Okay. And Jehovah said unto him, "This is this is the redemptive, powerful part of the triune Godhead. We see God as three people, but they're the same. But they have three different functions, and that's difficult to understand. But that's the way it is. <clears throat> but they all agree and." They all agree in one. And so Abram says, uh, how about Eliezer, Lord? How about, if you want to give me uh, children, let's just use Eliezer, my steward. So verse 3 says, and Abram said, behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is mine heir. Looked like a good plan to him, didn't it? Uh-huh. Hmm. I like how he said about, thou hast given me no seed. Recognizing that the Lord is the one that gives children. Yeah. Right. Right. Verse 4, And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of, thy, out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. Okay, it's like the Lord said, as I said, Abram, just like I said, that's the way it's going to be. Verse 5, and he, that's the Lord, he brought him forth abroad and said, look now toward the heaven and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, so shall thy seed be. If you can count the stars in heaven, and no man can, he said, that's just the way your seed 
or your children or is going to be. And we are part of that seed, right? Hell. Yeah. We are part of Abraham's seed. Oh, right, right. That's why we sing Father Abraham. Uh-huh. Had many sons. <laughs> but we're okay, not Abraham's seed. We're adopted. Right? We're adopted. Or are we his seed? <clears throat> We are adopted into God's family. Uh, that that's the body, but we're born into God's family by the new birth. But our old body is adopted. But we we have a we have a blood birth into the family of God. But the body is adopted. Okay. Verse 6, and he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. Woo-hoo. You have that underlined and uh, uh, colored and everything else, because here's the first clear-cut way that a man can be saved, that a woman can be saved. And and it said, okay, he said, you know, it don't make sense that I'm gonna have children. I'm I'm past the age of bearing children. But the Lord said, No, you're not. It's gonna come right out of your body. And Abram thought of that and lo and behold, he believed it. He mm-hmm. believed what God said. And that's what salvation is. When a person does no more or no less than believe the God of heaven about his son dying on the cross for them, that brings salvation. That's, that's all there is to it. To believe that, that God did that for you. That's all that Abraham did. It said he believed in the Lord. And God counted it to him for righteousness. He says your righteousness, <clears throat> I mean your belief is your righteousness, Abram. Right. That wonderful. Amen. The blessed, blessed truth right there. Our belief Mm -hmm. in the Lord Jesus Christ is counted for righteousness. That's whether we feel it or not. If we believe in our heart that Christ died on the cross for us, that is, is, uh, and we trust him by believing and a repentance takes place. We are going wrong. We turn around. We go right. And uh, voila, we're saved. Not by anything that we've done, 
but except to believe on a finished work that Christ did on the cross of Calvary, paying our sin debt. That's wonderful there. Verse 7. And he said unto him, God said unto Abram, I am the Lord that brought thee out of Ur of the Chaldees to give thee this land to inherit it. You know, the Lord had said to Abram, get up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you to a land. I'm going to give it to you. And so he just reminded Abram right here. He said, I'm the one that, that called you. I'm the one that, that told you to get up and get out of that land of, see, they were idol worshipers. They worshiped uh, stones and wood and uh, anything else they could worship. All of, of those people on the other side of the the river worshipped idols. But he called Abram out of that. And uh, he said, it's me. I brought you out. I'm going to give it to you. Verse 8, and he said, Lord God, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit it? And and he said unto him, God said unto him, Take me an heifer of three years old, and a she-goat of three years old, and a ram of three years old, and a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. Hmm. I don't know how how to figure out how a, how old a ram is and a goat and. A, Ever. <laughs> oh well, they 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 know you know your animals. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> you have to pay close attention, though. <laughs> they have okay. taking care of those, and they have to keep count of that. Isn't that right? Pardon me. They have. Uh, certain people to watch their their animals, and they have to keep account of when they're born. Yes, and all sir. That, don't they? Isn't that right? Yeah. You know, if a if a man uh it, it had that many, and he was rich, and he had many many servants, mm-hmm. and uh, they they you know that was their wealth. And you keep account of your wealth, right? Uh, and okay. any, any parent knows the age of the kids that they bear. <laughs> Even <laughs> Jan, and Jan and this silly monkey she's got. Everybody <laughs> asks her, "How old is that monkey?" She's quick to tell them that he's almost two. <laughs> <laughs> I worked with the teacher that had two rabbits that were her pets, and you'd have thought they were her babies because she didn't have children. And, uh, honey, she knew how old they were, too. 
Oh, yeah. And everything, yes. she come every day to school telling me something about them, just like you would a newborn baby. Oh, wow. no doubt. <laughs> she loved those rabbits. So he's got all these things, and I i bet you, I don't know, but the, all all three of those animals or birds meant something, you know. Yeah, they must have meant something, but what was that, a turtle dove and a pigeon? Uh-huh. Yeah. And a hare and a she-goat and a ram. Yep, Is I can see how they'd know how old those. Those were, but I don't know how they knew how the turtle dove and the pigeon was unless they had those as their animals, I mean, as their whatever. Oh, I'm, I imagine they did. They probably raised them like some people raise doves now, you know. Yeah, yeah but I didn't, I never have heard of them. Doing that, I hadn't read of them doing that in the Bible, have you? Raising them? Yeah. Oh, because you remember uh, at the birth of Jesus, well, evidently it wasn't a hard thing to get a turtle of, so I would, I'd think that they had raised them, you know. Remember, uh, God told Mary to bring a, a turtle of to, at, at Christ's when he was brought brought in, you know, into the temple. And so I, I think they probably, you know, had them caged up some way. I guess so. They did. They knew how old they were, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Although he didn't specify an age for the turtle dove and the pigeon. Right, right. It called, it said a young pigeon, I guess a young turtle. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, but, and they was to all be in good shape, remember. So yeah. they had to be young. Yeah. Okay, verse 10. And he took unto him all these and divided them in the midst and laid each piece, one against another. But the birds divided he not. Okay. So they was all, the birds was one lump, but he cut all this other in, and divided it. Just split it open. Uh, now, I've always thought this was, uh, this was a, uh, a weird kind of, uh, happening that, that is about to take place here. It said in verse uh, <clears throat> uh, verse 11, And when the fowls came down upon the carcasses, Abram drove them away. And when the sun was going down, a deep leap fell upon Abram. And lo, and horror of great darkness fell upon him. This is this is kind of sounds kind of uh, scary. Uh, 
I guess this deep sleep is from God. What do you think? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, and it it sounds like a bad thing. This horror of of great darkness fell upon him. Um, mm-hmm. Something's going on here that I don't understand. Because God is light, and in him is no darkness. But I don't know where all this great darkness fell. I don't know what that means. Maybe it's so he could sleep. I just, I never thought about it as being something bad. I just thought about it as being the sleep that he put on him like he did Adam when he took Adam's rib out. Yeah, Yeah, that's, I guess, the same kind of sleep. That's what I kind of figured. But it's like he's uh, he's going to, he's... uh, of course, God's fixing to tell him something, but I don't get where the the great darkness uh, comes in. No, I don't either. Oh, is it my time? I think or, I'm... I don't remember who... About the Christy read, read 11, and I think you're supposed to read 12. I don't know. Okay, so then I'm 13. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't think she read 12, did she? Actually, I'm supposed, yeah, Ms. All, I'm supposed to get all the uneven numbers, but I must have read yours or something, Christy. I don't know. I'll read 13 if you want me to. Okay, go ahead. And he said unto Abram, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them 400 years. So he's, they're talking about going down into Egypt uh, uh, that's going to happen here after a while. And, uh, yeah, they were slaves there for 400 years, right? Uh, yeah. I, exactly. I, I didn't think it was an even 400, but maybe it was. Uh, it was, I think they, the calculation comes out to exactly 400 years when he when Moses led them out. Well, then it, that's it. I, I, I couldn't recall that it was an even number. Um, but I'm sure that's, that's true. The Bible says it. Okay, so he's, he's prophesying to Abram what's going to happen to his 
uh, posterity. And uh, But then in 14, he said, and also that nation whom they shall serve, which will be Egypt, will I judge. And afterward shall they come out of Egypt with great substance. You know, this this always, people talk about it. You remember God told them to borrow from their neighbors gold and any valuable thing that they could. They wanted to borrow it from them. But it's like, <laughs> it's like they stole it. But uh, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, that's payment for all the slave work they did for these 400 years for the Egyptian taskmasters. Mm-hmm. So when they came out of Egypt, they was rich. Yeah, that's what I thought. But I had understood, I'm not smart in this stuff, but I thought that that the Egyptians gave them that. But it was borrowed? Yeah. That, that, and oh, God okay. That, you know. And and I don't know if they had uh, their, uh, at that time, if they had a bunch of cattle and sheep and goats. Uh, evidently, they probably did. Uh, I don't know if it talks about it or not, but like I said a while ago, because uh, the animal animals was that was valuable back in those mm-hmm. days. Okay, you're fifteen, uh, sister. Okay, and thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace. Thou shalt be buried in a good old age. But in the fourth generation they shall come hither again. For the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. The right of the Amorites? The iniquity of the Amorites. In other words... I haven't punished the bad people enough yet. Oh, okay. And it came to pass that when the sun went down and it was dark, behold, a smoking furnace and a burning lamp that passed between those pieces. Now, isn't that something? I think that this is a manifestation of God himself, this burning lamp. Yeah. Hmm. See, this is how they confirmed an an, an oath or a, a covenant, evidently. You know, they had to do all these things, kill the animal and... and um, and then God, when he came down and did his part, that sealed that covenant with Abraham because that is, 
This is the Abrahamic covenant confirmed. He's promising, you know, that he's telling them what they're going to do. They're fixing to go into his seed. Once he has some seed, they're going to go into uh, uh, Egyptian bondage. And uh, But he said, you're going to come forth. So that's that unchangeable covenant that God made. And is this uh, in verse 17? Like, um, like God um, receiving the the animals that He told uh, Abraham to kill, like He's consuming yeah. them, like an angel did before. Uh, it doesn't say that, but it it implies that you know it goes up in smoke as a sweet smelling savor to the Lord and uh, it's consumed it has no life of its own it's all given in obedience to God it, you know that's uh-huh. what it sounds like yeah but this is referring to the pieces of, uh, of carcasses Animal. that Abraham laid out right right uh huh and you know when you say a, a smoking furnace, that was going to be a big fire when God uh, came down and consumed that uh, offering. Mm-hmm. The, the animals and the birds. All of it. It consumed that? Yes. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Heidi said, big appetite. (laughs) Did you hear that? Heidi said, God had a big appetite. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And he he eats by the flavor that uh, that goes up as a sweet smelling savor in his nostrils. Mm-hmm. Okay, verse eighteen oh. says, "In the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, Unto thy seed have I given this land from the river of Egypt unto the great river.'" The river Euphrates. Oh. Do y'all know what land that is? Over there now? I know Euphrates, but I don't know. That's the land of uh, Canaan. You know, that's, that's where he promised those Jews... How much land was that? Huh? How much land was that? You know, me and Brother David talk about this a lot. Uh, I would love to know uh, if the, uh, he says that God gave them 
all that land, but they didn't claim it. So, uh, uh, you know, that it said uh, that your feet will trod on, that they didn't claim it. So, so they failed uh, on their part. So they didn't give all the land that God had said that they could have. But I don't know um, from the river of Egypt, uh, uh, to the river Euphrates, I don't know. Um, you need to look at a map and see where that is. Uh, if that's all of Israel's land, you know, Israel's just a little old bitty place. Yeah. But they own it. Abraham's Abraham's uh, descendants own that through Isaac, uh, not through Ishmael, because Isaac is the heir of promise. Right. And so that's the all of those that that uh, uh, the other Arab nations you know they they say we be Abraham's seed too and they are but for as far as this land it was given to uh, uh, the Jews through uh, a covenant uh, uh, by Abram's son Isaac right but God promised Ishmael's mama Hagar is that her name uh-huh. He promised her to give Ishmael some land, too. And so that land that they're on, oh, back, he gave Ishmael that land, not the land that he gave the ones from Isaac, but he also gave Ishmael and his descendants some land. He promised. He promised Hagar because she, you know, right. He's he's he blessed him too. Yeah. Indeed. I was reading all of that again, and I was. That was making me wonder <laughs> how uh, much. You know what all he gave Ishmael, or how much they just took from other people. Oh, and actually, this next chapter it, we're going to get into that, Tina. Oh, okay. Okay, nineteen. The Kenites and the Ken. Isite and the Cadmonite and the Hittites and the Perizzites and the Rephams and the Amorites. Yep, the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Gergesites and the Jebusites. Right. See, this all in, were inhabitants of that land, 
and uh, they had fields and orchards and everything in the world, but God uh, told them to drive them out. He gave them gave them their land, but if God gave it to them, well, it was their land. <laughs> I wonder where those people went to. Does that come huh? up in that next chapter too? What was the question? Where though all those ites went? Oh yeah, well they they're supposed to kill them all, but they didn't, and oh. and they dwelt among them, and uh, they took a bunch of it, but they didn't. They failed to drive them out. So mm. that's what David said. You know. They could have had uh, a lot more if they had been uh, faithful to drive them out. Hmm. <clears throat> Look, we'll start back on the on the uh, the right thing. I'm I'm going to read number one here of chapter sixteen. Now, Sarai, Abram's wife, bare him no children. And she had an handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. You want me to read? Yeah. Oh, uh, wait. Let's see. We're we're about. Y- y'all want to read um, another five minutes, or you want to put off here? Heidi <laughs> said, "Yeah." yeah. It's a reading. Yes. Okay. All right. Now, and, if we get and Sarai. Okay. Verse 2. And yeah. Sarai said unto Abram, Behold now, the Lord hath restrained me from bearing. I pray thee, go in unto my maid, it may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abraham or Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarai. Oh, now I don't know how long it's been since God promised Abram a son, but it's it's been too long as far as Sarai says. She said, you know, I just can't believe God that he's going to do that. And uh, even though this uh, Abram was a giant in in faith, yet his faith lacked too there. His wife influenced him to uh, short-circuit God's plan and caused all kind of trouble up to this day. They're still fighting each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hamar, Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, after Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, and gave her to her husband Abram to be his wife. And he went in unto Hagar, and she conceived. And when, turn the page. 
she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, now here's something I noticed. Uh, it said uh, after after they had uh, dwelt in Canaan for 10 years. So I don't know if that's 10 years since the promise or what. But they got tired of waiting. I guess, you know, the way we are, if a year passes, that's too long. But 10 years, that's a long, even longer time. And the, see, they're all, what, well, Abram was 100 and Sarai was uh, 90 or 99? 90. 90. I think. I think I read yeah, that, that uh, he was 99 when she got pregnant, but 100 when the babe, when Isaac was born. Yeah. I, it'll probably tell us over here in, in a little bit. Uh, but ain't that something? She It's like uh, Hagar says, Nanny, Nanny, Boo Boo, I've got a baby back <laughs> Yeah, and when she got pregnant, she was jealous of Sarah. And vice versa. was. Yes. Yes. That reminds me of uh, uh, Hannah. Remember, Hannah was barren, and uh, her <laughs> that woman that drove her crazy, what was her name? Uh, was Hannah Samson's mom? Hannah was, uh, oh, my. <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> I know who it is, too. <laughs> was it John's um, mother? No, it was Elimelech. Was it Elimelech? Uh, I think it was Elimelech. Elimelech? I think so. But anyway, the point is that she was jealous because here, you know, she didn't have any children and, uh, and the other one did. Uh, okay, verse 5 says, And Sarai said unto Abram, My wrong be unto thee. In other words, I've made a grave mistake, husband. I have given my maid into thy bosom, and when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes. The Lord judge between me and thee. But Abram said unto Sarai, Behold, thy maid is in thy hand. Do to her as it pleaseth thee. And when Sarai dealt harshly or hardly with her, she fled from her face. And the angel of the Lord found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness, by the fountain in the way to Shur. 
And he said, Hagar, Sarai's maid, whence camest thou, and whither wilt thou go? And she said, I flee from the face of my mistress, Sarai. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Return to thy mistress, and submit thyself under her hands. And the angel of the... Go ahead. No, go ahead, Miss Tina. Well, I was... How is that... Said she fled to the land of Shur? How's that spelled? Uh S-H-U-R? Oh, okay. Uh Go ahead. Okay. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Return to thy mistress and submit thyself thyself under her hand. Uh, And actually it's ten. Okay. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, I will multiply thy seed exceedingly, that it shall not be remembered for multitude. Will not be numbered. Numbered, okay. (laughs) Uh, So there it is, uh, uh, Tina. Uh, Now, don't talk about the land right now, but uh, the people that that Hagar uh, was going to have can't be numbered just like just like Abrams said, they couldn't number them either. Mm, there'd be so many. Yep. Uh, and the angel of the Lord. Now, now, what did you say? I said they couldn't be numbered because there would be so many of them. Oh, well, it just the point is that they're going to have a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Behold, thou art with child, and shall bear a son, and shall call his name Ishmael, which means God shall hear, because the Lord hath heard thy affliction. And he will be a wild man. His hand will be against every man, and every man's hand against him. And he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. And so they do. <laughs> they're all they're half brothers, but uh, they're they're sure in their presence. They're all mixed up together there. Mm-hmm. And and she called the name of the Lord that spake unto her. Thou God seest me. That's what she called God. Thou God seest me. That was that was God's name 
from Hagar. For she said, Have I also here looked after him that seeth me? Wherefore, the way, the wheel, hold on. Wherefore, the well was called Bear La Hiroi. Behold, it is between Kadesh and Bered. And Hagar bare Abram a son, and Abram called his son's name, which Hagar bare, Ishmael. And Abram was fourscore and six years old when Hagar bare him, bare Ishmael to Abram. When Hagar bare Ishmael to Abram. So fourscore, 86, he was 86 years old when I, Ishmael was born. Mm-hmm. And so, Tina, the next verse says that... Uh, that Abram was ninety nine uh, ninety years uh, ninety nine years old. Uh, uh, when his wife got pregnant, Sarah, right? Uh, let's see. Where does it say? Okay. uh, uh, Abram was 100 years, well, I think it's 99, but he says he just rounds it off and calls it 100 years old, and Sarah is 90. So there are two, two, uh, uh, ten uh, years between them there. Okay, well, we'll stop there, uh, chapter 17. We're on 17 next Monday? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, Heidi, I just wish that you could stay. We would we'd sure show you a good time. Thank you. I just tried some. Uh, what is that? Um, he really wanted some of that gumbo. Yeah. Gumbo. Oh, honey, we would feed you. We, you would grow fat if you stay here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, though. Yeah. When, when is she going back? Wednesday. Wednesday. But she made Wednesday. me feel really well. Thank you. I can't understand oh, what she's saying, Christy. She's going back on Wednesday. Oh, is that what really you're talking well. about when you said something about the train? Wednesday? Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. Oh, gee. You made me feel oh. really welcome. Thank you. 
What'd she say? I can't understand her. She said, she said you all made her feel welcome. Thank oh, you. that's and good. That's you are welcome. Well, she she is welcome. Well, oh. we thank you for for riding down here with our Chrissy, so she could come home. We miss yeah. her. I'll visit again. Uh, that's good. Oh, you're so friendly. <laughs> Oh, Tina, the funeral is going to be tomorrow, and it I is? don't. It is not going to be. Oh, tomorrow. okay. Oh, okay. but I don't know. Uh, it's will probably be the next day, but that is not confirmed. I see. But at least it's not tomorrow for sure. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's pray, and we'll we will uh, we'll go. Father, thank you for speaking to us tonight from the Word of God, and that our mind just just believes all this, and know that you're a faithful God that we can trust, Lord, in everything. And I pray, Father, that we could, even as a disciple, said, Lord, increase our faith. I do. I I pray that you would help me to believe you more and more every day that I might live pleasing to you, dear Father, lover of our souls that did everything for us on the cross of Calvary. Thank you, oh, Father, for it all. Lord, now I pray for Heidi is that you would take care of her ever in her travels, Lord. Take care of her and and all those that's bereaved, Lord, we we hold them up to you for just to comfort them. And um, thank you, Lord, for bringing uh, Miss Christie back to us. And just help us all to be here the next time we meet, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Boys, I love you all. Heidi, I'm glad I got to meet you, baby. I wish I could meet you in person, but I've got two people coming here tomorrow, so I, I doubt very seriously if we get to come out there. Yeah, it's pretty far and kind of hidden. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, if I don't get to see you or talk to you, I hope you have a pleasant trip home. Yeah. I get to see my grandbabies when I get there. <laughs> oh, that's good. I love those grandbabies, only mine are all grown. Yeah, I have your great grandbabies. <laughs> wow. Well, good night, y'all. Good night. I'm so glad you're home. Good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.